new apps, and young professionals on My Town, live with Rod Hawker. Welcome to My Town. We are your official COVID-19 update station, serving both sides of the Mason-Dixon line. And I'm here with good friend Alex, and he always brings a lot of information to the table. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. Thanks for having me, Rod. Oh, thanks for coming in. It's just something I look forward to each and every Monday morning to start my week. So what? I, I just let lean right into it and let you take the ball and run. What do we got this week? Well, Ready? there's going to be a couple things we're going to cover. Number one, um, I, I think that we're going to have to devote a full show to this, but 5G, we already talked about 5G. There's been some conspiracy theories about 5G towers going in, even in this country as well as in the U.K. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been trying to burn these towers down, thinking they're somehow related to... Uh, the COVID nineteen spread. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, there also has been some wow. issues. I don't. I don't. Do you even draw that conclusion? I don't know. It's very strange. <laughs> hey, it's the the common sense versus insanity <laughs> boxing match I had on the Hawk Box this morning. I mean, it, it's the insanity here coming back. You People had to be are... dropped on your head a few times when you were a kid. I'm just putting that out there because. I don't even know how you relate that. I'm I sorry. I'm just so I, no, baffled. No, no, no. I'd say me as well. No, there is no conspiracy here. No, 5G is non It is non-ionizing radiation as well, so it's not going to hurt you. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't understand. Uh, number two, Quibi has been released. That's the Quick Bytes uh, video platform on your phone. Uh, you can sign up for a 90-day free trial uh, to experience that. Ten-minute shows every day seems pretty interesting so far. So, so you've been on that this weekend checking it out? I have not actually checked oh, it out. I really? haven't downloaded I haven't even opened it yet. Wow, so, so that we'll surprises say. me. You've been busy then with some other things. <laughs> I, I know been. you are a tech guru. So. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And you are a guru, man. I love it. <laughs> Well, I am going to be talking about some tech today that, that's uh-huh. actually quite interesting. It's been in the news a lot. And I want to start with a question. Now, how are you staying in touch with coworkers, friends, family? Like, what are you doing to stay in touch right now, Rob? Well, uh, to be honest with you, I'm still one of the fortunate ones that are essential here at the station and my other job that I work. So the people that I, I want to see, I, I see them, actually, and my family is right there. Parents live eight-tenths of a mile from me, yeah. my wife. So I'm not really doing anything, to be honest with you. I'm not reaching out to a lot of people. Shame on me, I guess. I, I just think, uh, you know, I'm going to in a cocoon maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm not reaching out a lot other than the, when I interact with people through those situations. That's fair. No, that's a good question. I mean, Guy, well, how are you reaching out to folks? Uh, FaceTime. FaceTime. My family has, except for uh, my grandfather, and we just call him. Yeah. I mean, he's got a cell phone, but mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah, that's it's fair. a standard cell phone. <laughs> yeah, they're just a flip phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's ninety, that's so I'm happy he knows yeah, how to use email and a good. cell phone. So I'll, I'll take that. that. <laughs> well, so one of the big apps that's come out recently, <laughs> yes. uh, and it's been out for a while, has been called Zoom video conferencing. Now I'm sure you've seen this in the news. You may have even had a Zoom party yourself. Uh, I actually just had one last night. Oh, you did? And how many people were there? Uh, so Don't incriminate five yourself. Five or six. Okay, yeah, I know. You're all right. Okay. Social distancing, right? <laughs> Virtually. Uh, so <laughs> now I've been seeing a lot of negative press about Zoom. And, you know, again, I've been using Zoom for business applications for years. And uh, what is going on? What is happening? Well, it's something we cover a lot on this show. And we're talking about security concerns. Mm-hmm. So let's start yeah. with the history real quick. Now, Zoom was founded in 2011 by Eric Yuan. Now, he was a lead engineer on Cisco Systems. And the service started January 2013. By May 2013, it claimed 1 million participants. So Zoom has been around for a long time. It's been a very popular service. Why is it blowing up now? Well, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. By June 2014, Zoom had 10 million users. Oh. 10 million Whoa. by 2014. We're talking that six yeah, years that's, ago. Yeah. 
Now, in February 2015, the number of participants utilizing Zoom Video Communications' chief product, Zoom Meetings, which is the one that we all know and love, mm-hmm. reached 40 million individuals with 65,000 organizations subscribed. Jeez. Now, at that point in 2015, the company had hosted a total of 1 billion meeting minutes since it had been established. Insane. Wow. Now, it is insane. By February 14, 2015, Zoom Video Communications received $30 million in Series C funding. So that's a, a funding vehicle. And we will talk about funding vehicles on this show, I promise you. Because okay, that's, I'm looking uh, forward to that. That's going to be like really that. interesting. Yes. I just had to cover this one first because this is so pertinent. Now, uh, there were a lot of venture capitalists that were involved in this, uh, trying to get them you know, to where they really needed to be in order to expand. Now, by January 2017, so fast forward a couple mm-hmm. years... Zoom had officially entered the Unicorn Club. So what's the Unicorn Club? Yeah, I'm saying, what? okay, I'm sure you're going to tell me. Yes. That's my, I'm saying, what the heck's the Unicorn Club? What is the Unicorn Club? Yeah. So Unicorn Club, Club, they call them paper unicorns, basically. So these are companies that have a valuation on paper of a billion dollars and up. Wow. So uh, I'm not know, on that one. I'm no. telling you that right now. <laughs> no, most of us aren't. But you look at uh, things like Instagram. Instagram was in that billion dollar club. Uh, Twitch, when Amazon bought Twitch, that was in the billion dollar club. Some mm. of these, it's kind of like, does it make sense? Does it make sense that this actual company is worth a billion dollars? You know, yeah. I would argue in Zoom's case, Actually, probably. Reason being is that it's it's ubiquitous. It's global. It's used across business applications. So the fact that they're a billion-dollar company as of 2017, you know, you can tell that they already have a very strong foothold here. Yeah, I want to know when we're getting in on the ground floor of something that's going to take off and be the not not a has-been looking in the rearview mirror. <laughs> I want to look forward and find something moving forward. So help me out, brother. Uh, I will look help into a brother that. out. <laughs> Alex, I will look into that. Don't tell Guy, though. That's just me and you getting okay, on. Okay, okay. No, 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 I can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to step outside and talk some tech companies here. You know, it's, it's funny, though. I mean, we talk about... We talk about a lot of companies that end up in that kind of billion-dollar category. And, you know, just speaking about Quibi, Quibi is one of those. It's another one that if they gain traction, if they gain enough kind of hotness from investors, they're already sort of established without even having really launched or having a user base. And that user base is going to be five bucks a month. So it's it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. to see, like, where these companies like And then Zoom. they'll go public, I guess. Exactly. And then that's when the real home run comes down. Well, exactly. Alex, I, this, we're at a good stopping point here real quick. Uh, it's 841 in the morning and moving forward very quickly, as it always does when I get you on the line, because I love listening to you and you've got a lot of information. This is 100.9 The Line. 100.9 The Line, serving our community with information and news from both sides of the Mason-Dixon line. And right now, we're from the southern side of the Mason-Dixon line because we've got Alex on the line. He's the starting line. Alex, lean right back into this for me. I'm engaged. This is great stuff. Thank you, sir. (laughs) It's very interesting for sure. Now, we were just discussing that uh, Zoom video conferencing software, uh, they are actually considered a billion-dollar company as of January 2017. Now, of course, that was after some Series D fundraising again i will get into regulation (laughs) fundraising very soon because it is such an interesting topic but uh in march of 2019 so just a year ago right zoom filed to go public on the nasdaq and on april 18 2019 the company went public with shares up more than 72 percent with their initial public offering so we're talking 36 dollars a share when they launch right now the company at that point remember how we had talked in january 2017 they were worth a billion dollars well by the time they went public at the end of April, the company was valued just under $16 billion. Jeez. 
So we're talking, this has Holy been 12 smokes. months. smokes. We're talking 12 months this has wow. been since we've seen. So unprecedented. Really, that, that yeah. kind of growth. I mean, that is fantastic growth. It's very, very I mean, impressive. it's not like you're growing that much on 100 bucks. No. You know, which it's easy to do. You're growing this much on a billion and yep. going to 16 billion with a B. Yep. And, wow. and again, a lot of it is because of their strategic business-to-business relationships. They foster these wow. relationships with these companies that use their product to do video conferencing. You know, there's a lot of companies who have been doing remote work for a long time. So they really needed a good solution. There haven't been really great solutions until Zoom kind of came along. So wow. this <laughs> now, is amazing. now we fast forward one year later, and there's been a lot of things going on about what's yeah. been going yeah, on. A couple Zoom. things going on here recently yeah, in the last six weeks. Just a couple things. Just a couple things, right? <laughs> the entire world is on lockdown seemingly. Yeah. We need a way to stay in touch with friends, family, coworkers, all that good stuff. So Business in, associates. Exa- exactly. I mean, I think even here they conference the, the sales reps. They're working remotely. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's all good stuff. Exactly. You got it. Now... In 2020, usage of Zoom rose 67% from the start of the year to mid-March as schools and companies adopted the platform for remote work. Now, of course, this is all in response to the coronavirus pandemic. Now, since the pandemic intensified, thousands of educational institutions switched to online classes using Zoom. Mm -hmm. Now, the company, very, very wisely, I thought this was a brilliant move, they offered their services to K through 12 schools across the country totally for free. Nice. Which is a, that's a really yeah, nice thing to do, right? That's a good right? feel good. In, warm and fuzzy. Exactly. Now, in one day the Zoom app was downloaded 343,000 times <laughs> with about 18% Jeez. of those downloads originating in the US. Now, Zoom gained over 2.2 million users in the first months of 2020 more users than it had amassed in the entirety of 2019. So we're talking just insane. They're growing a little bit. Just a little bit. Absolutely insane. Now here, we're talking about stock prices, right? So, of course, by March 2020... Tell me about it, brother. Zoom shares had increased to $160 per share. Oh, my gosh. Why didn't you tell me about this last year? I I, should have known. Now, that's a 263% increase from the initial share price when they went public. Now, of course, some of the issues that have come out, right, and we're, we're very well aware of this, with the rise of video conferencing, instances like what they call Zoom bombing, so that's the practice for, of participants unexpectedly appearing in conferences and sending offensive, offensive materials to oh, individuals in the like, calls. like sh- uh, Photoshopping, uh, yeah, I mean, like so, Photobomber. Are you yeah, serious? Like people will get on these calls, and because it's easy to kind of like get onto these public meetings, people uh, will get into these public meetings and, and do unfortunate things, right? Unfortunate now, things. Yeah, yeah, don't just, even go into it. I don't just e- leave no, it at that. No, and now here's the thing. This <laughs> is now actually a crime so like oh. if, if you're caught of zoom bombing like you you will face consequences like legal wow. repercussions which is good yeah now there's some other issues as well <laughs> how about some chinese security issues and so this is something that we've talked a lot about now what? zoom no yeah right shocker <laughs> i know right like servers in china that our information is routed through stop playing i, I know i know, I know. It, how many say times- it isn't so <laughs> How many times have we heard this just in this show alone? I mean, this is this is a constant thing, right? Now, here's the thing. I, I have to I have to give them a little bit of credit. They they do use end to end encryption, so your calls are encrypted. But some American calls were ending up going through China. So Zoom said oh. a statement on Friday that certain meetings held by its non-Chinese users may have been allowed to connect to systems in China where they should not have been able to connect. Now, in February, Zoom rapidly added capacity to, to their Chinese region to Oof. handle a massive increase in demand. Of course, this demand is just insane, mm-hmm. right? You couldn't it have prepared ma- for it. No you way. You could There's yeah. no way you prepare no. for 
2.2 million new users, you know, a million, 383,000 different downloads of the app. Like, you, you really yeah, you can't prepare for it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's a problem. Now, in their haste, they, they did say, their CEO, Eric, did say, in our haste, we mistakenly added our two Chinese data centers to a lengthy whitelist of backup bridges, potentially enabling non-Chinese clients to connect to them. So they were essentially like fail-safes. Like, they would, they would yeah. kind of go back to these when the rest of the U.S. data centers were actually you know not able to handle that much traffic now because of all these issues because of zoom bombing because of this chinese uh, security issue new york city schools have banned its use oh yeah new york city is done with using it big name companies like tesla done elon musk says we're not using it anymore now again that said zoom has added new security features which make it a little harder to use but does make it a little bit safer so people Mm -hmm. have to put in a pin number they have to do the different things in order to get into a zoom meeting whereas before it was just kind of here's a link here's what you do this is what you're doing it's a little bit more uh, you know restricted Mm -hmm. now as it should be has their stock dropped any have you did you check it uh yeah there's definitely been some backlash okay it was down to 150 so they're only (laughs) up you know uh fourfold since they went i mean it's okay i know i don't i can't tell you exactly what their stock price looks like right now but it, it definitely has fallen a little bit because of some of the controversies now now here's the thing yes me personally okay i don't have i i i don't like to give these big companies a whole lot of credit all the time but you know what this is a genuinely incredible circumstance that this has all happened under. And I believe that they are really trying to pull it together. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some gaps, right? So Skype, Ring Central, Uber Conference, and others are trying to kind of fill that gap to say, hey, we're still here. We're still doing video uh, conferencing, uh, right? Of course. But I do still think we'll be having plenty of Zoom parties. I do think right that, you know, Zoom is going to be... Zoom to the to moon! Be, yeah, it's going to continue right. to be a big deal, you know? But uh it's just been crazy how this has all kind of turned about just because of the increase in traffic. So wow, we'll see what happens. Boy, what a story. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> that was awesome. And I've got to ask you one thing because you are a tech guru. How about the hacking of Wi-Fi? I've <laughs> ran into that lately. And, uh, and my wife and I had this discussion. She's dealt with it through uh, our, you know, whatever platform we're on, you know. So is that a thing? Yeah. I mean, hacking Wi-Fi, is yeah. this a big deal? It is a big deal. And I'm glad you brought it up there. There's one thing I do want to say real quick about it. When it comes to encryption for how you can actually get into home networks, there is no hardware encryption on most Wi-Fi like actual routers. So like you can hack into a Wi-Fi quite easily just because those routers may not have that hardware encryption. Some do. Some do have pieces of hardware actually built in, but some don't. So it can actually be somewhat easy to hack into a Wi-Fi router. Oh, right. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Well, Alex, thanks again, man. I'm looking forward till next Monday. You get back on the line and give us some more information. This is 100.9 The Line.